Hello, everybody out there in crypto land. It is now 1.30 EST, and we're having this sort of delayed AMA because we had to push stuff around, but another BitMart AMA nonetheless. And it's actually with a returning guest here. It's with Carbon Credit Token. I've got Z and Joy here from Carbon Credit Token, and it looks like we're going to be discussing how Carbon Credit Token, since the last time we spoke in March, has taken off. Uh, and the time is probably right because of climate change issues, people wanting to know about all sorts of renewable energy, carbon credits, things that they can do of that nature. Briefly, I'm looking real quick to see if we have any housekeeping here about stuff that we're giving away. I don't think that we do. Nope, I was wrong, and that's why I'm looking. So we are giving away $1,000 in USDT to 50 lucky winners. Um if you have listened to these BitMart AMAs before, you know that we usually do that. Every so often, we don't, but that's usually the norm. And all you're going to have to do in order to be eligible to win some of that $1,000 USDT, divided, of course, amongst 50 winners, is retweet the link where you found this space on at BitMart Exchange. Go and tag three friends there. Go and follow Carbon Credit Token on their Twitter and it looks like I've misplaced it here, so I'm going to have to find it here in a bit. Um, and then, of course, enter the Google form that we have attached there so that you can be in the races to win some of that sweet, sweet USDT. I'm just looking for Carbon Credits Twitter here in one second, but you know what? I may as well just ask Z and Joy while I greet them here to the show instead of me having to, uh, to go find it. Z, Joy, are you there? Yes, we are. Hey, so Hi Nathan. Hey, how are how are you guys doing? Doing great. Good to speak again. Nathan, you sound full of energy. I, I hope you have a good summer. I, I'm you know, I'm here in Denver. It's a sunny day out. It's also very, very hot out, but it's a great city for energy. You get a lot of energy by being in the sunshine. Z, Joy, I just wanted to apologize for not having it here on my sheet of what Carbon Credit's uh, Twitter account is. I thought that I used to know it. Why don't you say it right now so that we can clear that up? Um, yeah, sure. So our handle is CC Token HQ. So um, please follow us. There you go. CC Token HQ. That is the one of the Twitter accounts you're going to have to follow along with at BitMart Exchange in order to be in the running for that $1,000 USDT. I apologize everyone. Okay. Z, I think that um, I talked to you sometime in, gosh, I'd have to go through the podcast archives. Um, that, may, that may have actually been not archived as a podcast because we didn't have the greatest audio quality back then. Um, but I believe it was sometime in March. It was, I know you were on the call and then I spoke to a couple of your marketing people. Anyways, I was here when Carbon Credit Token listed, I want to say BitMart was the first or second exchange that Carbon Credit listed on. And now I see, correct me if I'm wrong on this, you're on Coinbase, you're on all sorts of places, and it's doing very well. Is that correct? Um, I think we are doing okay. We wish we can be on Coinbase, but unfortunately we are not on Coinbase as well. Uh, we are... Uh, so BMAC is the first exchange we listed, and afterwards we listed on uh, one of the decks on Algorand called AlgoFi, and then we are also on MEXC. Um, later on, Joy will explain there's we, we have been approved to list on a few other exchanges, but we cannot disclose the name, but Joy will give you, like, try to give you as much detail as we can be. We are allowed to. Sure, yeah, yeah no, I know. My apologies then. I must. There must be another carbon credit token um, that seems very similar that is on Coinbase now. So my apologies for not syncing that up correctly. Um, I was going to 
congratulate you on that. But you know what? It's not a uh, it's not a huge deal if you're not listed on Coinbase, right? I've heard Brian Armstrong himself talk about that. That's not the important part of this conversation. The conversation here is talking about carbon credit token, climate change, new things that are happening. So if people weren't here for our first conversation, Z or Joy, which probably maybe we have a lot of new listeners, we've been really ramping up our audio stuff. There's probably a lot of people that they just don't even know, like, hey. What is carbon credit token? So can we give them a brief refresher, please, and walk through what is carbon credit token? What are you doing right now? How has maybe the last um, – you listed in March. That's a little less than six months ago. How has it progressed you know, since then? And you guys can talk as long as you want to, either of you. Uh, Joy, you, you okay if I take the question? Uh, yes, please go ahead. Yeah. Um, so um, we – I mean, cut – as, as you can see the name Carbon Credit, uh, we are actually going through a rebranding process. Uh, we are changing our name from Carbon Credit Token to Carbon Credit Technology. Um, so when we wanted to launch our projects, we were looking at in this space, I mean, uh, climate change has been a hot topic. And all the team, including myself and Joy, we are all quite environmentally conscious. We worry about like uh, the global warming. We worry about, uh, um, you know, sometimes if you, I mean, for those who are based in Europe, um, this, this summer has been hot and then it's hot for a reason. And then we also worry about energy crisis. And when we are looking at the things around, we were just thinking, what can we do to like a country build from ourselves? Um, then we realize, okay, um, if we do this project, like in, in, in Europe, there was, um, there was a compliance common credit called ET, like there's a, regulated compliance carbon credit trading scheme called EU ETS. Then all the major company um, in like uh, mostly in the uh, industrials and also in uh, like uh, in in air, like airlines, they are they have to comply like every year they have certain quota to 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 this define how much CO2 they need to emit. Um, and if they if they exist that amount, they have to pay a fine. And that was one of the most like uh, uh, popular, like or diff like a pop popular carbon credits um, across globally, and um, I think Joy, would you mind? Maybe you can jump in to explain a little more on that, like a particularly uh, EU ETS and about the market we are in, and then maybe we can just go into a bit details about um, what we are like, what 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 we are currently doing, and then maybe our 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 next step. Um, yeah, sure. So EU ETS is the first and remain the largest carbon market in the world. According to the Refinity data, it counted for 90% of the global value of the carbon market. So it's currently valued at 683 billion euros. Um, and uh, to access the market directly is actually really difficult for even for large companies. Um, you'll have to apply for um, the access to your national administrator, um, and uh, it's quite costly to maintain. So the dif the difference of our token, so we are the first crypto backed by uh, European Carbon Allowance, and by bringing the EUAs on chain, we make it easier for everyone to participate in the world's oldest and largest carbon market. Gotcha. Thank you so much for explaining that, Joy. And, and Joy and Z, I think I actually remember, um, you know, because the carbon credit token is based on futures, correct? You're actually buying carbon futures um, in the European market? 
Um, it was um, initially when we launched, we were thinking about the process. But then the more research we do, we realize, yes, future, I mean, future is a very good product, super liquid. Um, but now what we have decided to do is we actually buying the underlying certificate. Um, because, yes. Gotcha. Okay, yeah. in interesting. So you're instead of buying the futures, which are technically contracts, you're buying the underlying like asset of um, like like a true carbon credit. Which is the reason why I brought that up is because it's interesting. I remember hearing uh, Mark Cuban. Everybody knows who Mark Cuban is, a famous billionaire investor. He used to talk about, and I don't know if he ever had any interest in carbon credit. This may have been unrelated. He used to talk about how it was such a hassle to buy carbon credits uh, in the EU or the US because of all these crazy processes that you had to go through. So something like carbon credit token, because I know Mark Cuban is super into crypto, seems like something that would be right up his alley. It's easy to purchase and it's backed by you know what you were originally trying to do anyways. So that's why I, I brought up you know if your process had changed or if you were still doing futures and you, thank you for clarifying that for me. Thank you for asking the question. Actually, so uh, Mark Cuban, he is one of the, as you, as you mentioned rightly, so he's into crypto, he's into carbon. And then um, he actually has one of the projects called Token Protocol, uh, which is very popular, one of the most popular, like a carbon project uh, is running. So for us, what we have been doing in the last few months, um, Nita, I don't know if you recall when it was on our last AMA, our team is, is good. We, I mean, we have been, since we're working together, we learn a lot. But honestly, from my side, as, as the CEO, I, I don't have much crypto knowledge myself. And during the last few months, I learned a lot. And then when we are looking at this carbon space, actually, there's more and more people getting in. So if you look at the strong uh, carbon brand, like the people who want to bridge, the let's say, the carbon credit to the blockchain space, you'll probably, us, will say we are one of the you know um, rising ones. And then we have token protocol. We have flow carbons. We have most. Uh, most token, which is the one um, is the only carbon token listed on Coinbase, and then we also get um, Klimadao. So there's a lot of different carbon tokens at market. And actually, I think from my side, is the more people getting into it, is the is better. Um, that's in terms of the industry. But of course, in terms of individual investments, I would encourage everyone who is listening in or who has been following us, do your own research. The market is volatile. Only do your, I mean, only after you do your proper research, decided to invest, and always don't over leverage. And there's a lot of downside risk on everything we are putting money into. Sure, yeah, and it's great that you give that disclaimer. An interesting question that comes up for me for um for for both of you before we um, talk about maybe your rebrand and like some of the stuff that has improved since the last time we talked is, you know, you're so right to talk about you know being careful with your investments and the market's volatile and something like that especially with with crypto i mean a week in crypto could be can give you losses or gains um that 52 weeks in the stock market maybe couldn't it's always kind of the joke that we make is that things move very fast in crypto land however the underlying asset that you're talking about here with carbon credits um you know to my knowledge i'm not a climate scientist i'm not going to claim to be one on tv or anything like that but to my knowledge this is not like a problem that's going to go away and so unlike other financial products or assets or things that might be extremely volatile don't you think that the demand for carbon credits and cleaning up the environment and the stuff that these cryptos are based on not just carbon credit but you know the whole ecosystem of competitors that you were talking about don't you think that that's kind of like not going to go away so it's it's maybe i hate to use the word stable but it's a little bit more stable than some of the other cryptos, which are involved in all sorts of assets, derivatives, whatever, that are extremely volatile. Does that 
is that kind of a good thing that the carbon market has going for it? Um, I think, um, Joy, I will go ahead first and feel free to join me later. So I agree with you 100%. So if you think about most of the, 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 the if you think about the volatility we have seen uh, in crypto, last few days, the market has rebounced, has, has rebounced nicely, but still we are seeing a huge volatility. Now using the uh, EU ETS, which is European Regulated Carbon Allowance example, so it started 2020 around like a 24 euro. And then as of the day 2022, I mean, um, uh, like uh, um, August is around 80, uh, around 84, 85 euro. Um, it's already very well performing. If you can see almost like a, um, three times, four times their value in the last few years. Um, but meanwhile, it, the price has been relatively stable since beginning of this year. It's moving around between uh, 75 to 90 euro. It happens. Um, it was. It has. It's a bit of like a volatility comes in when um, the Ukraine and Russia, um, like the war, uh, came in, and then it, because EU was, if EU has to, if that, that if the war get escalates and more more country get involved, potentially um, the EU will decide to lower the. I mean, expand the limit and and let more people. Let's say pollution become less less urgent as a problem if the war escalates. But um, unfortunately, um, I mean, fortunately, as of now, I think it's still not good for a lot of people, especially for those who are in um, Ukraine. Um, but it seems that um, the, the, the situation is a little bit stable like from the global perspective. So EU, like the uh, European carbon clients, the, has, the price has been strong, has been stable, uh, moving around like 80 euro um, at that range. It's just one way, a good way to get exposure outside of um, outside of like the crypto. So we look at it and we believe overall as a trend, um, carbon credit or carbon, like the right to pollute will become more and more expensive just because we just cannot pollute as much as we did in the last maybe 30, 40 years and the population keep growing. Um, we have to be careful. That's why initially when, when Joy and I were discussing, we think also with the team, I mean, um, we, now we have a good a big team, um, Carbon credit and with this climate change as uh, on the background, it actually can be a new currency in the next 20, I mean, in, in, in the next, I would say, 10, 20 years. Yeah, that that is definitely a fascinating concept. Um, Joy, do you have anything to add to that? Um, yeah, absolutely. I think since COP26, I think COP26 is sort of a turning point. Um, at that conference, um, all the nations present reached agreement. This is something have to be tackled immediately. Um, and um, so we see call of action from there. Um, this market is set to grow and for EU specifically, they set an intermediate goal to reach net reduction of 55% of emission by 2030. And to reach that goal, obviously, we need every stakeholders to play their part. So I definitely see um, the carbon that the pressure on the carbon price going up. I think this space um, is quite special in a sense um, for everyone, everyday investor. Um, it's a dual purpose space. You can um, have exposure to the appreciation of the uh, asset class and also you're doing good for the environment. So I think with all the ESG talks going on, I think uh, it's, a, it's a good place for, the, for everyone to be in. Sure. Yeah, it reminds me kind of of uh, how some states in the U.S. will actually give you money when you recycle cans. So it's like there's 
you kind of have all the incentives aligned here where you can um, purchase an asset, in this case, carbon offsetting certificates as the underlying asset, and kind of know that you're doing good while, as you said, Z, the price to pollute uh, will just simply become more and more expensive in the future. Interesting concept. That is, it, sometimes it's a little bit hard to wrap your head around because it deals with such abstract, large concepts that, like you said, require a global kind of concern and effort on it, but also very simple in the fact that, hey, too much carbon, carbon credits, carbon offsetting, they're on the open market. You can get them easily by utilizing certain crypto projects. In this case, we're talking about carbon credit token. But it is no longer called carbon credit token. You're going to have to remind me what the rebrand is, and I want to talk about why we're going to this rebrand. Um, sure. So we initially, we, we think we want to be the bridge, uh, bridging the European compliance carbon credit to the blockchain world. So we name ourselves carbon credit token. Then we realize, actually, there's another need here. That's why we decided to change the brand name. Uh, we are just going through the phases. Officially, we'll be announced probably in a week's time. Um, and carbon credit technology. The reason why is we are still we still continue working on what we are working, um, like uh, developing marketing and um, building the technology around our token. And I hope Joy later on, we should get opportunity to just explain uh, what's our roadmap um, about about the project. But meanwhile, we also think it would be interesting to build a platform. When we are doing our token, we got approached by farmers. We got approached by forest forest owners. They said, guys, I I, I modernized my, my, my farm. Now before I use, uh, I, I, I use maybe 200 uh, kilowatts of uh, electricity. And now since I implant a new technology, I use half of it. And then I got rewarded carbon credits by the government. Can you help me to sell these carbon credits? And also the forest owner, I mean, forestry conservation is one of the important things to create carbon credits. And you can see a lot of country, a lot of forest projects across different voluntary carbon space has been mentioning, um, like globally. So some of the forest owners based in Europe, they approach us, they say, hey, I have this forest. How can I, can you tokenize that for us? Um, so for us, we think, okay, now front end, we build a token. We listen on a few more exchanges. On the back end, what we can do is we can try to find a way, like work closely with the regulator. Um, when I say regulator, there's two types of regulator here. One type is the agriculture, like agriculture department. They also, with, uh, for example, it can be NGO who set up the golden standards about what kind of carbon credit should be classified as a verified carbon credit. We can work closely with them to build up a process on the tokenizations um, carbon. And then we can also work closely with the financial regulator to create a product. Potentially, people can just look, okay, this is the carbon credit. This is the price we expect. People can get exposure on like a carbon, on carbon credits through this, through this product. And actually, regulator reviewed underlying, reviewed the collectual. Then they realize, okay, these things is collectualized, is meet our standards. We actually, we think is, it, can, it can work as a... Um, as, as Nathan, you mentioned briefly, it can, it can work as a stable coin, but it's not like the stable coins USDC, that's like a, which provides currency exposure. It's a stable coin which focuses on getting you exposure to the carbon. You are still exposed to the carbon price, um, but then kind of like a, if the carbon price is less volatile than the crypto itself, it's kind of can working like as a hedge. So what we are thinking is we can become a one-stop shop. From then we have the token, uh, potentially different tokens, um, 
represent different different carbon credits. And then back end, we can be the go-to place for the farmers, for the for the for the for for the forest owners come to us to tokenize their credit, and then really become a bridge connecting the carbon credits through I mean through blockchain connecting the carbon credits to the people who care about the environment. So from carbon credit token to carbon credit technology. So you get to keep your domain name, you get to keep your Twitter handle. It's a pretty easy rebrand, but I like it in this way because carbon credit token is very specific, right? We know that it's a token. Uh, It's on the blockchain. It's kind of like saying, um, you know, I don't have a piece of furniture. I have a couch. It's a very specific object. Carbon credit technology, I think, is more broad in a good way in the way that you're talking about, Z, to where you say carbon credit technology, that could mean anything from you you know, talking about using it as a stable coin, talking about working with regulators, um, you know, investing in actual carbon credit technology, offering people fractional shares if they want to like directly almost like a Kickstarter model of building a windmill or building hydroelectric dams, something like that. So joy. I know that Z wanted you to comment on this. In the, the technology part, in carbon credit technology, what are we really talking about there? What are the hopes and dreams? Maybe expand upon what, what Z has said. Um, yeah, sure. Our immediate product roadmap uh, involves a stablecoin, which we're currently developing, and also a carbon city zero game. Um, and in the future, we might be thinking of building a tech infrastructure will support the growth of the voluntary carbon market. So that's um, our vision sort of in, in a later future. Um, so for the Carbon City Zero game, um, it will involve the usage of both um, CCT, which are compliance token, uh, compliance carbon back token, and the other one, CCV, which is the stable coin backed by a voluntary carbon token. This resembles how the real world works. So I think we cannot rely only on compliance market or only rely on the voluntary market to fight the climate change. We really need this to work together. We need the large polluters to start um, emit less. And we also need to um, create more nature-based, um, nature-based uh, carbon projects to offset um, the carbon footprint. So by only these two markets working together, we can achieve our net zero goal. So this game will resemble how the real world works. Um, I think our game de- development currently is going pretty well. So I'm really looking forward to uh, announce it later. Gotcha. So it's an educational game talking about carbon offsetting and talking about you know what carbon credits are and why they're important and things like that. Could you? I know that the game is still in development, but could you give like. Uh, little teaser of what you're doing are you like building a city are you recycling or how, how does what's the premise of the game because i know that play to earn which is what this is is just soaring in popularity now yeah so this is probably not a play to earn game um you have seen so far so this is a um, collaboration game so everyone work together it's a deck building game so um at the beginning um, all the players will have a basic income and they work together to build a carbon zero city. And uh, there's no, so you either win together or you lose together. So it's not a zero sum game. It's a collaborative game in a sense, which is resemble what's happening in the real world. Interesting. And you, Interesting. Yeah. 
No, please continue, Joy. I was just going to, that's that's even, I think, more interesting than some of the play-to-earn games where you're just playing by yourself to win tokens. This has like a, uh, this has like a very uh, high-stakes, interesting kind of aspect to it. Because like you said, it's, it's supposed to mimic the real world. Yeah, exactly. And you can get uh, different cards. You can buy cards. You can use a token to buy cards from the marketplace. And um, it's related either to the compliance market or the voluntary market. So you can you can uh, mimic what's happening in the real world and to, to build your carbon zero city. Yeah. Wow! Um, I, I just want to um, so apologize. I just want to add a little bit on that. When we when we are looking at the game design, I mean we um, so as a background, actually we um, we invest like before before we do in crypto uh, as a team, we invest in mobile gaming company. So when we're looking at like a launching a Web three game, we 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 think we think about different model like a free to play in game purchase and all this model. But then what we're thinking, okay, now what's the most urgency here? The urgency is we want the community can use, let's say, token holder we call it family, like a CCT holders with the family. Let's say how can we create, um, let them let them try to actually so educate our community or learn with our community about how can we build a more sustainable city. If you are mayor of the city, what kind of things you need to do? I know it doesn't sound super exciting like ASA, like uh, uh, Infinity or like something else, but it's, it's important. But when we're thinking like is how can we build a game, let our community to play with like-minded people? And then on the way, we haven't really, because it's still early stage, we're still going through a game design. How can we make it like an interesting, educative we want it to be addictive, but addictive is not the most important thing at this moment. It's more like a, people play with it with similar mind people. It's more like a, oh, I play. You know what? Can we can, can can we play this game or what can we learn and what can we do this? And potentially, it can be a game can be used by university, can be used on like a, on the university course on my mental or even for high school. So that's that's kind of things we are thinking at the moment. Yeah, that, that's what I was thinking of is, you know, don't get too down on yourself by saying, oh, it's not an interesting game and, you know, it won't be fun. I kind of dispute that because there's there's a lot of games that people play that I, I personally don't think are fun, right? Uh, like, I'm, I'm not going to name crazy examples, but, you know, like World of Warcraft or um, I used to be a big SimCity player. You know, I don't think World of Warcraft is interesting. Obviously, lots and lots of people do. I met numerous people who thought it was crazy that I enjoyed playing SimCity and planning the ordinances and doing the taxation structure and things like that. So I like building games. Uh, Roller Coaster Tycoon was another one. Maybe these are all going over people's heads. But I'll say there's, I think there's a market for every type of game and what one person may find interesting or fun, another person might not. And so if somebody's interested in carbon credits, if they're an environmentalist, if they have an interest in your project and token, um, I wouldn't get too down on yourself about, you know, it has to be super, super fun. Because like you said, I really think that, you know, I think back to when I was in university or high school, if I could have learned about environmental stuff by playing a game like this where there was an incentive and I had to build and I got to interact rather than just kind of sitting and hearing about, um, you know, pollution is bad, especially carbon and all this stuff, I think I would have learned a little bit more. It's an active form of learning. So I would keep pushing forward with that, and um, I, I, think that it's a, I think that it's a good idea. So don't be too down on yourself about that. If, Thank you. <laughs> no worries. Um, so moving on from that, it seems like there's a lot of stuff going on with carbon credit technology, not formally, carbon credit token and 
Are there any strategic partnerships that you have coming up that maybe you'd like to share? Because you're moving forward, you're doing so well, you've got this game, you're going to be working closely with people. Surely this has to have gotten a lot of positive notice, not just in the crypto community, but maybe in the wider world and kind of maybe expose people to crypto that were formerly only in the environmental space or only in the NGO space or you know, I just I still meet a lot of people that have no idea even what Bitcoin is, and I don't fault them for it. It's just a new thing. So have any strategic partnerships kind of come out of this? Or are you working with people that are high profile that are, you know, that are really into carbon credit technology now? Um, yes, so we are definitely so Nathan, you're absolutely right. So um, we are hit by different uh, business want to talk to us about different ways of collaborations in areas such as, uh, you know, carbon offsetting or carbon credit sourcing procurement. Uh, and also uh, one big news we recently announced uh, is we joined um, the World Economic Forum Crypto Sustainability Collision. Um, to work with uh, a number of other projects such as uh, ClimaDAO, Token Protocol, Flow Carbons, and also some large consultancies together to to um, shape the future of sustainability in crypto. So um, that's something I already announced. For, for the rest of the partnerships, it's still ongoing, so we cannot really uh, say a name yet, but definitely keep an eye on our social media channels. Perfect. Interesting. Now, remind me real quick because it's been a it's been a while since I um since I was researching carbon credit tokens since our last uh, conversation. The token is on Ethereum. Is that correct? Um, the token is currently on Algorand. There we go, Algorand. I knew that it was perfect. That was a great segue. Um, so I I'm not gonna uh, talk about Ethereum's the transition to proof of stake because you're already on Algorand and I know the reason why you chose Algorand was because I believe it is a carbon neutral or carbon negative blockchain, correct? Uh, it's carbon negative. That, that's um that's actually yeah exactly. Um, that, that's 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 what I wanted to talk about real quick is about that was kind of a refresher. I remember talking about that about why you chose Algorand and it's kind of segues perfectly in the fact that it is a carbon neutral blockchain. I'm sorry, carbon negative, big difference, carbon negative blockchain. And so could you maybe speak a, a little bit about that, about how even moving forward, the blockchain that people to use for these sorts of things is important because if you were on, you know, for example, you can't really do this, but if you were issuing the token on, on Bitcoin, um, it would not be carbon neutral or negative, uh, even on Ethereum right now. And that's why Ethereum is trying to transition to proof of stake. So could you maybe comment on um, your experience with Algorand, why you think Algorand is going to grow going forward, and maybe is Algorand like the the carbon blockchain of the future or something like that? Um, sure. We can, of course, we can explain that um, why we like Algorand and we chose to be on Algorand. Um, first of all, if you think about technology, Algorand is for us, when we when we do a comparison between Algorand and some other chain, we are impressed by the technology. It's quick, it's, there's no downtime, it's carbon negative. And then Algorand has one of the most friendly community. Like, uh, again, I, I do genuinely believe a lot of other community, they are friendly as well, but we do get a lot of support. Um, you know, we, we don't do NFT, but we really, we got support from some of the biggest NFT projects. We got support from like a different team. And then, um, and recently we also working closely with, um, with, um, <laughs> with a Tiger Chi launcher, one of the CC token um, uh, NFT on there, like a, just one off for, 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 um, for good clothes. And, um, 
then if you think about um is it is it is it algorithm is the blockchain to the the uh, to be i mean or the best blockchains i wouldn't i because for myself i just don't know it that well um for me algorithm is one of the strongest for sure and meanwhile if you think about it there is also um near which is also a very good chain and then we are we are now trying to like discuss like learn more about them and joy can can add more color they are also carbon like a carbon carbon neutral or carbon negative um then there even on eth after the merge if the merge ever happens um then they they is it, is clearly all the chain are paying attention about their carbon footprint so that goes back our topic of the AMA carbon is getting more and more attentions if you are deciding what kind of coin what kind of asset uh, you want to deploy your capital on so try to get some exposure into carbon it's not like a just do cc i mean cct there's a lot of other like a carbon project across but start doing your research and then um that i think that that that's an interesting space so that's a mess one of the message we want to deliver on this ama as well yeah definitely um before i i have another blockchain suggestion for you um that maybe you don't know about and i just want to help out but joy i'd love to know um your comments on anything that that z had to say or algorand is a blockchain or anything that that you might have uh, wanted to add uh, yeah sure as as they mentioned um uh, we are really happy we're really happy uh, we're on algorand we like the algo family um, but also, I, I believe Web3 future is a multi-chain future. So we're very open-minded. We always speak to uh, various different layer one chains. Um, so yes, yeah, so Near Foundation is, is so Near is a protocol we're recently speaking to. They also very much have sustainability at heart. Um, so they are working currently with South Pole to offset the carbon footprint and. Uh, Ethereum, as we, we see, the merger it, merge is coming and they're doing a lot of things to move away from us, um, SOW to, yeah, so to, to move to a more sustainable future. So if from that perspective, I completely agree. So we can work, we're open to work with different projects, different layer chains um, to continue to progress um, the greener future. So, yeah. Yeah, and I know that Z mentioned uh, it was kind of a kind of a joke there. I have the same joke as well that if if the merge happens, uh, the merge has been planned for I think five years now, and uh, they've seemed pretty firm on it this time. But I don't know; they've seemed pretty serious about it other times. Regardless, Ethereum's um, Ethereum's long term plan is to move to proof of stake, um, which will eliminate their proof of work model and the chain that they're currently on. Both Joy and Z, since you're on Algrand right now and you're looking into Near, I just had to recommend this to you. Um, everybody on the show knows that I don't make financial recommendations or endorse coins or anything like that. I'm just giving this to Joy and Z because they may not know about it. Um, and that is if you're looking for another carbon negative chain to potentially be low cost to do this sort of token on, I must recommend Cardano, which is the symbol ADA. If you do some research on Cardano, Cardano, um, led by Charles Hoskinson, is actually trying to go carbon negative through a project that they call the um, Cardano Forest Project, I believe. And the short and long of that is they are offsetting their carbon by planting a enormous amount of trees. So I think that that um, kind of goes with what you were looking at, Z. And so I just had to recommend that if, if you need another blockchain that you'd like to focus on in the multi-chain future, please check out Cardano. Um, I say that from using Cardano as personal experience, that it's just low cost and 
and is continually developed. So that may also be an option for you that I want to recommend here live. Always happy to help. Much appreciate. So we will absolutely. Yep. Oh no, definitely, definitely look into it. Um, it's 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 act it's very actively developed, and I don't have enough good things to say about Cardano. I'll get off my little Cardano soapbox right now. Um, I think that we've approached the kind of end of my questions here. Before we try and take some listener questions, and I'm going to try and take some audio questions, if that's okay with you guys, I want to know if there's something that we missed talking about. You know, the title of this AMA is um, A New Currency, Climate Change, and Carbon Credit. I think we've kind of gotten into it that Carbon Credit Token is moving to a rebrand, Carbon Credit Technology. It's going to be doing all sorts of things instead of just issuing a token. Um, it might even become a currency like a stable coin. That's the, that's the project you're focusing on. The game that is coming out, the working with regulators and NGOs and different charities and things like that. Is there something that we've missed? Is there something that I haven't talked about that you guys need to expand upon? I, I think I think you have covered most of topic as always. <laughs> so I think I think we are. I, I don't know, Joy. Is there anything we miss? Um. No. I think we pretty much covered everything. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Is it okay? Do you guys want to take some audio questions? For let's see, it is approximately two oh seven. You guys want to try and take some audio questions for the next twenty minutes or so. I'll lay down some ground rules and then. Uh, we can let people speak and see if they have any questions about the project or anything that I might have not asked. Is that okay? Um, I, I yes, we, we would love to take questions. We might just in terms of time, um, would it be possible if we like uh, try to limit to like a eight ten minutes if it was possible? Sure. Yeah. 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 No. Of course we can. Of course Thank we you. can. Um, so then let's do Thank this. You. We're going to take two audio questions, everybody. And the rules for audio questions are they must be in English. Um, you can't be rude. Joy and Z are my guests. If you're rude or shout or anything like that, I'm just going to mute you and you're going to be done. You've heard Z talk about it. He has to leave in approximately 10 minutes. So please kind of keep it short and sweet. And um, only discuss carbon credit token or something in relation to that. We're not here to talk about other projects. So let me look at somebody here real quick. Who wants to speak? Who wants to speak? I'm going to go with Tony Stark. How could I not go with you? Tony, please uh, be in a quiet location, and we're going to let you ask a question here real quick. Patty Moses, yeah, you can ask a question to Z or Joy real quick. Uh, hello, guys. Uh, good evening from this part. Good evening. Yeah, good evening. Um, yeah, my question is, um, um, I want to know how we, the community, can uh, contribute or should I say collaborate to the, you know, advancement of uh, carbon credit. Joy, do you want to take this? Uh, thank you for the great question, Adi. Um, yeah, sure. Thank you for, for this great question. Um, as a community member, um, I think you can uh, definitely participate in all our social media channels. Um, we recently launched we launched our newsletter today, so um, I think it's over a, a sort of good educational content there. And we have a Carbon Academy, which we will continue to add new contents there. And also, we are in development of a DAO infrastructure. So uh, when the DAO launched, you will be able to uh, submit proposals and vote for proposals um, to help us shape the direction of travel. So um, great question. And I think for now, definitely um, stay in touch with our social media channel and uh, um, the educational content we put out there. But in the future, you should be able to do more with our project. 
Um, I, I I just want to add on 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 what uh, George mentioned. You know, as a member, try to learn more about like a carbon. Try to learn more about environmental issues. The more people know about this space and speak to your friends about it. We are you know it's, it's always cool when we hang out with crypto friends. We talk about this token, that token, that project, and who get hacked. And uh, but then also we can talk more about environment. It's actually interesting because you know there was there was the global warming is actually hitting everyone at the moment. So if you can, that would be great. I mean, for all our community, try to learn more about climate change, learn more about what's carbon credits. And we have uh, maybe 12, Joy, correct me if I'm wrong, 12 or 15 video, just trying to explain this. And there's a lot of more video from the other carbon projects. Learn more about it. It's an interesting space. Wow, that's awesome. Certainly. Certainly. Thank you so much for asking the question, Addy. I'm going to remove you from the speakers now and go on to our last one just in the interest of time, but I appreciate it. Thanks for asking a great question. All right. So it looks like the only other two we have requested are, I'm going to try and go with Al Perrin. Al Perrin, you should be approved here in one second. As we're waiting for you to be approved, yeah, I did want to note that uh, if you go to Carbon Credit Token's Twitter, which is at CCTokenHQ, they've got a CCT Carbon Academy that they have out, and they just released their first official newsletter, The Carbon Flash. So more educational resources for you to learn from. All right, Alperin, it looks like you're there. If you want to ask Joy or Z a question really quick, we will let you go. Alperin, are you there? All right. It looks like they are not there. I'm going to remove them real quick and try one more. And if they don't work, then we're going to say goodbye to Joy and Z because their time is valuable. All right. Let's go with Peter. Peter Bucci, we are going to see if you want to ask a question. Yeah, good evening. Hey, yes, Peter. Yeah, you can ask, sure. You you can ask a question to George Z right now if you want to. Okay, so uh, I wanted to ask uh, the carbon credit. Uh, uh, seems it's linked to companies. So how would they succeed in like in the emission? How would they convert it to the co- token? So the relationship between the token and the emission of the carbon. That's what I'd like to know. Um, sure. So um, for, for us, if you think about, uh, uh, first of all, there's different type of carbon credit. You have the compliance, which is regulated carbon credit, and then you also have uh, the voluntary carbon credit. So for our project, we focus on compliance carbon credits. And where is the biggest compliance carbon credit? Uh, EU ETS. So EU has been developed its, its own compliance carbon credits for the last maybe 20, 25 years, maybe more than that. Uh, now globally, EU has the biggest market, and then uh, U.S. has East Coast, West Coast, and then New Zealand, Australia, uh, China, and India recently uh, has, like uh, Prime Minister Modi has mentioned that they are they potentially, they are launching their own regulated or compliance carbon, carbon trading scheme on the 15th of August. So how do we link our token with this regulated carbon credit? So we opening up this registered account. So through, there's a long process uh, we have to go through. And then we go into the market, we buy the regulated carbon allowance certificate. So um, this certificate is selling for, uh, one certificate for the moment is selling a ton, is 84, 85 euro. Um, we, because 84, 85 euro 
it's quite like a quite big, quite a lot of money for normal people to spend to just try to offset their carbon emissions. Um, so we divide it to become like a full algorithm on the chain to have only one gram. So one gram CCT is backed by one. Uh, so one CCT is backed by one gram of uh, ET, EU ETS, the European Regulated yeah. Carbon Allowance. So that's the link. Oh. oh, okay. Thank you. Yeah, and thank you, Peter, for the great question. So, is there any other like uh, venture capitalist link to CCT? Uh, you mean, yes, we have, you mean the current investor or you mean the, some other, uh, sorry, Peter, I, I just want to make sure I understand the question. The current investors. Uh, yes, we have, um, so in the current, on the current investor, we have one VC, but um, it's, it's more, they, they have been like a, uh, working with us for a long time on different projects. So they have been one of our major sponsors. Okay. Then uh, last question. Um, that's just like, um, let me see, something like Solana. There was an issue that happened in Solana relating to um, the Alamanda research stuff, like Solana being trading at a particular price. And when they have a, an investor from Alamanda research, they have to sell their token at a very low price from the actual price of the token. So I wanted to ask if, for instance, if the CCT have like a venture capital, like a big venture capital is coming in, is such um similar incident going to occur? Um, I want to clarify the situation. So first of all, um, CC to the venture capital who came in, they are equity holder. They are not, yeah. uh, let's say, they are not a token holder, so they don't own any token. They will share the upside if like the, the, the whole project go well. Let's say um, when the company, uh, when, when the project, the holding company, the valuation goes up, then we are discussing with one of the uh, VC for some for 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 quite a big, quite important amount of the token purchase. Um, it yeah. is true when the we we kind of like the legal some of the legal legal document will protect um, the, the 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 buyer, the token buyer or the VC to to don't not dumping the token. But sometimes, as you can see in the last few months, so. When 3AC the regulations happens, um, there there was always a price in this market. Um, unfortunately, that's how crypto it is. For us as a developer or as a project owner, we will try our best to protect our token holders. But meanwhile, before we get into any, let's say before you invest your hard-earned money on any token project, do your own research and make sure that if it really like a unfortunate event happens, or you know it can be by one of the big VC, or it can just um, due to um, like unforeseen event, um, it doesn't it doesn't impact like a design, it, it might hurt, but it doesn't impact your day to day life when you invest in crypto. That's always I mean I share this the same myself and with my friends the same philosophy. Oh, okay, hey, thank you. Gotcha. Yeah, thank thank you, Peter, for the great questions. Um, all right, so in the interest of time, I'm going to let Peter go right here, and I'm going to do just a little bit of housekeeping before I let Joy and Z from Carbon Credit Technology, not Carbon Credit Token. There's a big difference. Go. And that is just to remind you that if you've been listening to this AMA, you have gained some valuable knowledge, not only on the rebrand of Carbon Credit Technology, but on the interesting mission that they're trying to go forward with, with um, the underlying assets of the carbon certificates, the game that they're developing, carbon credits per, you know, as a potential currency, as a stable coin, and about the climate change issue that is going to have to be a collective, universal world issue in order to solve. 
So if you like that information, you're definitely going to want to uh, check out you know our podcast series at Bitmart where we archive these conversations. So in case you couldn't make it, you can still learn all the relevant information and know about the projects. And of course, if you've been listening to it live, you're going to be eligible for that $1,000 USDT reward for 50 lucky winners. And all you have to do in order to be eligible for that is go to our Twitter, which is at Bitmart Exchange, find the Spaces link where you found this space, retweet it, tag three friends, go and follow Carbon Credit Token at CC Token HQ on Twitter. Tell people about that. Fill out the Google form that has been attached, and you will be off to the races to win some of that USDT, which I'm hoping you're going to be buying Carbon Credit Token, now Carbon Credit Technology, with on Bitmart. But of course, can't tell you what to do. It's not investing advice. Z, Joy, thank you so much for being on this AMA and this spaces with me. I really appreciate you being here and explaining everything about it. Thank you for having us. Yeah, it's always a pleasure catching up. And thank you to Bima as well for this opportunity. Hello to everybody out there in crypto land. Did you enjoy that conversation? I know that I did. It's always interesting to learn more about crypto projects, NFTs, and what is going on in this very unique industry. But now we've got to get some legal stuff out of the way, all right? It's just the way that it is. So I wanted to let you know that all opinions and actions expressed and undertaken by the hosts and guests are individual opinions and actions and do not reflect the views and actions of BitMart. BitMart does not guarantee the accuracy, applicability, reliability, integrity, performance, completeness, or appropriateness of this content. The value of digital currencies can go up or down, and there can be a substantial risk in buying, selling, holding, or investing in digital currencies. You should carefully consider whether trading or holding digital currencies is suitable for you based on your personal investment objectives, financial circumstances, and risk tolerance. BitMart does not provide investment, tax, or legal advice. Use of BitMart services is entirely at your own risk.